0: Good morning. morning. Living and the right to continue living is like driving on a two way, two lane highway, up one side, down the other, with a middle yellow line which safely guides and warns all drivers to stay on his or her right side of the road. Human chiropractic drivers should use discretion, judgment, reason, and logic. Too many have misguided theories. Each driver has no right. Wobble, weave, or squeeze up to, or trespass onto, or cross over the center yellow line. If he does, sooner or later, he'll run into the other fellow coming from the other direction on the other side of the yellow line, or the other fellow coming from the other direction on the other side of the yellow line may run into you. In either event, a smash-up and accident human life loss. The yellow line is the dividing line between where each must keep from. <coughs> Member drivers also have a right to their right side of the yellow. Chiropractic drivers have a right to their right side of the yellow line. The moment any medical man crosses the yellow line to the chiropractic lane, he is in trouble. So, also, the moment any chiropractor crosses the yellow line into the medical lane, he too is in trouble. The medical driver on his side of the yellow line has no business thinking he can sneak over the center yellow line on the other side of the highway. However, neither can the chiropractor on his side of the yellow line have any business thinking he's entitled to slip over unobserved the yellow line into medical territory. Either way, we occasionally smash up with injured patient patient passengers on both sides of the highway. Don't be a yellow line character. So, reason I bring that up today is because today we're gonna start talking about diseases. All these childhood diseases that you may have heard about, read about, and have had some of them maybe when you were little. So, we need to learn how to differentially diagnose all these things, so we're gonna talk about these. But even more important, like we talked about already, is that this understanding that there is this yellow line, you know, just like there is out there on Cal Parkway and Parkway Circle. There's a yellow line, and we stay here, and they're over there, and there's a reason for that, right? There's a reason that we are there, and they're there, and that's because they don't do what we do, and we don't do what they do. So for us to ape someone else and mimic someone else because we think that we'll get more patients or more money or have more ability to diagnose or whatever malarkey people are coming up with, (coughs) to think that they should, you, they they should do something on this side, when we should be over here and very comfortable over here because you can drive pretty fast and anywhere you want to go by staying on your side, right? And if you start switching over on this side, this is getting dangerous. So that's the first thing. That I want to bring out regarding this. The second thing I want to bring out regarding this is what this really means to us as a, as a professional. Because, you know, as a student, right now, you guys are wearing what I would call a student hat, right? And most of you, not all of you, but most of you have probably been students now for like 20 years in a row. You know, where you started out at preschool and then you went in kindergarten and you went all the way through. High school, and then you went into college, and now you're here, and you haven't stopped. That's all you've done, that's all you know, right? You know being a student, you're comfortable being a student, and you think that the real world is that you, you know, go to class, you study a bit, you take a test, and you repeat. <coughs> and that's what you think life is. And I, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you that I'm telling you, that that is why so many people don't make it in practice. Is because they don't take their student hat off and put their doctor hat on. So it is absolutely critical for you to understand that right now you have a student hat, but being in tenth quarter or eleventh or wherever you're at 9th quarter, depending on where you are, you've got to understand that that hat's got to, to start changing. And you've got to have two hats. You have to have your student hat, and then you have to have your doctor hat. And I still have a student hat. I am still learning, so that hat never comes off and stays off and throws it, it all the way. You're always going to be some sort of student, but you better realize that there's a difference between just having the student hat on and having the doctor hat on. It's a very different way that you approach your patients. And I suggest you all read this book if you really want to get what I'm talking about. This is a phenomenal book. Uh, it uh, started 40 years ago. Um, it's called Hope for the Flowers. And what it essentially talks about is the caterpillar and a caterpillar's journey, uh, walking around saying, I know I have to change. I know there's something I'm supposed to do. I don't know what it is I'm supposed to do. But then kind of realizing, uh, after climbing up this pillar, that, the, what I, that what I'm destined to do is become a butterfly. Well, but what do you gotta do to become a butterfly? You gotta change. And <clears throat> so, and if you have to change, What's the first thing you've got to do if you've got to change? You've got to recognize that you have to change, and then you've got to let go. Right? You've got to let go of the old in order to turn into something new. So it's kind of like playing football. Let's say this thing was a, a football, and I was throwing it out to you. And I'm saying, go along. Right? Well, if I want you to catch it, what do I have to do with football? Why well, have to throw it? Like, what's the first thing I have to do when I'm throwing it? Right? If I'm over here and I don't do something, it ain't going to I gotta let go. Right? That's the problem that a lot of students have. Is They're like this I know being a student. I know it. I've been this for 20 <coughs> years. Right? It's all I know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of letting go. I don't want to throw the ball. I don't want to let go. And I'm telling you that if you don't let go, then you'll never. Become the doctor you want to become. Because, in order for me to throw the about to him, for us to win the game like this, I gotta let this thing go. And then it can fly into his hands, and then he can score a touchdown. But if I hold on to it and I go like this, well, I ain't letting it go. Right? So, you need to understand, and that's, that's the, the whole basis of this particular uh, book, is that the caterpillar had to essentially fight to decide to let go. Because the first thing he has to do in order to let go is that he's got to put himself in his cocoon, right? And that's kind of like what graduation is, and coming up to graduation, you have to make a decision as to, all right, what am I going to do with my life, right? Where am I going? What, what is my direction of my life going to look like? Am I going to be a PhD chiropractor, a sports chiropractor, a general chiropractor? Where am I going to practice when I'm going to practice? By the ocean, in the mountains, in the city, in the town? Do I want to have a, multi- a doctor practice when I'm single? You have to have make all these decisions. That's your cocoon, right? That's the cocoon. You must form. You have to form this in order to go to the next place. You don't make these decisions. You don't say, "Where am I going to practice? What am I going to do?" Then don't be surprised when you're out of this school and you're saying, "Why am I not succeeding? How come I'm defaulting on my loans?" Well, if you don't put some thought to it, then don't expect much. Right? Nothing surprises me more than when I get a phone call, and email, like I'm always getting from former students saying. I'm closing my practice, I've been in practice for a year, i I just couldn't get any patients, and now I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, well, and and they say, give me some advice. I'm like, do you have any goals? No. Do you have any, like, aspirations? No. Are you living where you want to live? Well, not really. I just kind of thought this would be a good place to go. What you can't just kind of, this isn't like a crapshoot. You're not going to Vegas now, right? Like, you just spent 200 grand. You know, doing this thing. This is no time to just roll the dice. I think I'll go here. I'll see what happens. I'll just try it out. There ain't no trying, right? Not with 200 grand. There ain't no trying. You can try it with a couple of bucks. You know, you go to Vegas and have 100 bucks. I'll play 100 bucks. And once I'm losing, I'm done. Or whatever it is that you do, <clears throat> we don't have to do anything. Of I just look at everything and say, I can't believe you can do this. So, <laughs> if, but if you want to gamble, gamble on something that's inconsequential, not your life, right? So time for right now for you to start reading books like this and start kind of reading green books and start meditating and praying and thinking about what's my future going to look like and how am I going to create the the life of my dreams. And you've got to make sure that you know, number one, right now you're all wearing student hats and that hat's got to come off. And right now you get a great chance to make that hat come off when you're in clinic. Or when you go into peak. Or when you're observing or whatever things you're doing, get your damn student hat off. Right? And let me tell you one huge mistake I see students make all the time. You talk about yourself too much. You talk about yourself too much. Patients don't care. Sorry to say that. Patients don't care. Right? I see what my interns do. Usually first week of their interns, I, I told them this, but they don't get it. And I'm like, I always have to have another meeting with them saying, okay, listen. When someone, when you see someone, they lie face down, right? And you say, hey, what's going on? You doing great today? Having a great day? And they say, yeah, how about you? You say, yes. Tell me what's going on with you. You don't say, oh yeah, this and this and this and this, and I get bored and I get this, and I get good. They don't care. Right? The best way you want to make yourself into a great doctor, shut the hell up. Right? That's why God gave us one mouth and two ears. Right? Did you get the proportion there? You should do twice as much listening as you do talking. People think very highly of you when you are a great listener. Right? You want to have a great referral practice, then stop telling them so much and start listening. I said, hey, how's, how's your son's baseball game? How's the soccer practice for him yesterday? How you doing in karate? How's work going? I know he told me last week it was tough. He had this big presentation. How it go. Like, well, so if you remember stuff, right? And you ask them stuff about their lives. And when they ask you about your life, you give them one sentence answer and then deflect it back to you and to them. Right? So stop wasting your time touting all your skills and all this crap you learned. And then you're taking ospies and boards. And they they care less Right. You want to talk oh, to what, so What's going on with you, you know, today? Yeah, I'm, I got boards coming up soon. Oh, I almost just being like, Yeah, it's really hard. How's it going on with you? Did you tell me you had this big thing going on? This, well, this big uh, project that you were working on? Did you just deflect it <coughs> right off? <coughs> and certainly don't spend all this time about the weather and the Braves and the Falcons. And, okay, you can mention a couple of things. But if you're going to talk about stuff and name stuff like that, get characterized into the talk. So in other words, they'll say, wow, did you see uh you know the Falcons uh, they did this, this, and this. Yeah, you know the Falcons have an official chiropractor. Did you realize that? That every NFL team is an official chiropractor? Really? Yeah, you know, well, with all the pounding that they take, but you think it's good at this? Absolutely. Most of the SEC teams have an official chiropractors too. Did you realize that? No, I didn't know, yeah, this is official chiropractor, Georgia, Georgia Tech, they have a lot have chiropractors. And then you develop a chiropractor conversation instead of talking about whatever football stats you want to brag about. Right? So yeah, you might go up to Clemson, you might go up to the Tech, you might wherever it is. That's great, and if you have that nice bond, that's, that's good. Especially the same. Okay, that's cool. You have that. That's a minute conversation. The rest is geared to chiropractic or about them. That's taking your student hat off and putting on the doctor hat. true. Do you find any benefit in that situation, or do you have any problems with um, if the conversation goes that way about the chiropractic? To talk about like good results you've had. With not necessarily naming another patient, but, wow, this is really cool. I had this go on today, and I'm really excited about this. Oh, absolutely. And, and lead that to other patients. Sure, I'm always talking about other patients, you know, especially like we have an open adjusting area in my office. So not only do we talk about it, they see it. They hear it. Other people talk about, you know, stuff. So it's, it's that's what we call cross-pollination. To me, that's one of the best reasons to have an open adjusting area. It is just like you have in a student clinic, there's cross-pollination. First time these closed rooms like this, I don't like that. So I like having the, the people talk about, and, oh I heard, I heard this girl, she's got this kind of issue, what happened with her? And oh yeah, she's got great results, and this is really cool, blah, 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 So um, yeah, I'm always bringing up great success stories. Uh, you know, we try to have like handouts for patients to talk about chiropractic. Yeah, this week is talking about that kind of safety, you know, so kids go back to school. So we try to create conversations and do things like allow conversations to happen, because now I know it's a little different, you know, I spend five to seven, maybe eight minutes with my patients. You guys spend an hour and a half every adjustment. So I know it's a lot different in here, so you you have a a lot more chance to talk about stuff that you don't really want to talk about. But I'm telling you to start practicing, right? Start honing your skill so that most of your conversation isn't this baloney, it is education. So at least you can constantly try to veer it off. Like, I play a game, you know. My game is, is I call it a chiropractic game. So every conversation I have, I try to veer it to chiropractic. No matter what it is. And once again, I know, speaking, you know, an hour and a half talking to this person, it's hard to do that for an hour and a half. But just try it. At least spend at least spend ten minutes. The ten minutes that you know are the most important ten minutes, which is, you know, <coughs> when you're actually working with them, all the other stuff in you're on, your EMR stuff, with, I, okay, you can talk about the Braves and the Falcons and whatever, but when you're spending that quality time with them, the, the adjustment time, the adult analysis the adjustment time, spend it with character chiropractor. Get your student hats off, become doctors, because then if you practice that, I'm telling you, the adjustment in and of itself, this is very little of what you're doing. What you're really doing is this, right? You're educating and you're listening. That's the, the communication is the key in success. The people that I see who are not succeeding after they graduate here did not learn the art of communication. So when someone says to me, what book should I read, you know, I'm not making a practice, you know, tell me what seminars I should go to. I'm like, forget the seminars. You don't need to go to another seminar. What you need to do is read some books. Read some books like Think and Grow Rich. Like Imagine Thinking Big. Like How to Win Friends and Influence People. Start reading books on communication and self-worth and confidence. That's the books you really need. Read. It's not about the next practice it's a book and what form I should use. Right? So, and read this book. Because this book, very cute uh, book. It's, it's sort of a kid's book, it's illustrated and stuff, so it's not a lot of words per page, so you guys can definitely get through this quickly. But it just gives you the thought process of what do I have to prepare myself to go from point A to point B. How do I have to take that hat off of being a student and become a doctor? Right? Thank you, Trevor, for that question.